terms of skills, we all have natural inclinations and natural gifts. And although we can always learn new skills and even get good at them, if they don't align with some of our natural tendencies, it becomes more of a chore. And it's not something we truly enjoy and eventually we get disconnected from it. As leaders and aspiring leaders, it's important for us to keep an open mind and continue to learn, explore. Because even if we don't excel at a particular skill, it's important for us to learn it so we can help lead other people that may be way better at that skill. So whether you're a leader in a corporation, whether you're a businesswoman, you should never stop learning. You should continue to learn. But the point is, you can start to delegate some of the things that are not your strongest suit. My guest today gives us a way of identifying our strengths. She's the developer of the endotype formula, which is the formula of how we are designed. And we can use this information to do better in our businesses, to choose the right career paths, and help us find fulfillment in life by simply being ourselves. This is the story of Laura Holloman. My name is Aruna Krishnan, best-selling author of the Busy Mind series, a trilogy that helps leaders thrive. Welcome to Lead That Thing a podcast that empowers women in their lives, businesses, and careers. There are many different types of personality tests today. Myers-Briggs, DISC, Enneagram, and so many others. Laura tells us what differentiates the endotype formula from all these other personality tests. The endotype formula is at its most simplistic, right? It's a personality assessment. All, all the rest of the personality assessments that are out there are usually based on one thing. This is how you think. It's based on brain functions. This is how you feel. It's based on feelings and motivators. This is what your strengths or weaknesses are because it's based on what you do well. But the endotype formula takes it it combines. It's like, to me, it's like the transparencies that we used to use in school, right? The teacher would stack the transparencies to change the picture. So it is based on brain functions. And you can go to endotype.com and you can take a simple five-question assessment that takes less than five minutes. And it's, do you think more like this or more like that? But here's the thing, we, I understand, and the endotype formula understands that you don't, you're not just a thinking being. So it combines how you think with energies and emotions and, and basic cravings that we as humans all have. The desire to be seen, the desire to be heard, the desire to belong, the desire to feel worthy. And it, com- it connects those to how you think. And then we understand that we're also physical. So it connects it to the body also. So it's really a, I mean, it sounds a little cliche, right? Because mind, body, spirit, a lot, a lot of people talk about mind, body, spirit. But this really is a connector all the way through and a more fully and complete picture of you. 
when you have that alignment between mind, body, and spirit, and you also understand what makes that alignment between each of them, it gives you the right direction. This direction could be as simple as career path, or it could be even something more profound as to defining your purpose. Laura gives us a practical example of how to apply this endotype formula. There are things that I do, like I'm really good at math. I'm, I'm great at math. I used to be a mortgage broker. I can fill out all that paperwork. But you know what? I hate it. I hated it because it's not in my zone of genius to be precise. My endotype is far more relaxed. I don't deal well with all those precise things. Knowing that, I now choose, even in my business, to not do the precise things. I hire those things out so that I can live fully and authentically me. I can be who I am. And that's very, now I'm making best use of my time. I'm making best use of others. So I hire people who are precise. That's one of the questions, right? I make them take the endotype quiz too, to make sure that I'm hiring somebody that this is in their zone of genius. And then I have them do the precise things. When you're trying to grow your business, for example, you want to find the tasks that you can outsource, the ones that you're comfortable outsourcing. The endotype formula can guide you into what those areas are and gives you the freedom to focus on what you do best. This is the key to how Laura empowers her clients. The feedback that I get is, oh my word, it's like you live inside my brain because it's the combination of all the parts of us. Like, I think that the endotype formula, when we really understand our formula of how we're created and we have full permission to be just who we are and start really aligning all the pieces and parts of us, gosh, life just gets fun. I'm a big believer that we're here to play like, and we never should have stopped playing as children. Now, now there's some challenges, but when we used to play, right, anybody who's ever played a sport understands that there's practice and there's challenges and there's things to overcome. So challenges, that's just part of the play. But like the icky bits that we're just not designed to do well, then we let somebody else do them. We figure out how to fully support ourselves so that we're aligned to have fun, to play, and to be powerful in all parts of our life. A lot of times we put pressure on ourselves to be perfectionists in every aspect of our life. And that's not a realistic or a healthy expectation. By being able to understand our natural strengths, it helps us build us a plan for success. And it takes off that constant pressure that we put on ourselves to be the best at everything. Laura tells us about how she came to develop the endotype formula. So I'd always been fascinated with people and I'd use personality assessments in both my gym and in my life coaching business. And I was actually, I got into an argument with my hairstylist at the time about which personality assessments were better. I preferred one, she preferred another. And as we talked about it, what started to come out was things we didn't like and ideas we had on how to fix them. 
So we started fixing stuff. And eventually her life kind of took a left and mine went a different direction. And at that point, the endotype formula didn't exist. At that point, it was still very much based on just brain functions. But one of the things that happened when I was utilizing this, this new quiz and testing brain functions inside of my gym, right? Because I had like a captive population. I made them all take the quiz and certain body styles showed up. There were certain people who carried more weight and they all fell into one of these brain function types. And I was like, hang on, there's got to be something more to it here. The other thing that I noticed was out of these potential multiple and, and what have turned into endotypes, that out of so many of these endotypes, three of them made up 85% of my income at the gym. Three of them would buy over and over and over again. And I was like, why do these three like me? And this other dozen or so don't. Like, they come and go, right? I'm just not their thing. Laura started observing patterns. And with every person she met or everything she heard, whether it was a podcast or whether it was people that she worked with, she was able to map it back to a specific endotype. And this went on for about three years. Laura understood at this point that she had landed on something. Whether you want to call it inspiration or intuition or collective consciousness, there was something bigger than me at the wheel of a lot of this to be able to bring the endotype formula into the position that it is now. And then it was, okay, okay. I got this really cool tool. What do I do with it? Because the applications for it are vast. It's like it can do so many different things. And so then it was then it was time for me to really figure out how to build my business based on my strengths, right? Based on my endotype. What do I want to do that's fun? What do I, what can I do? Who can I work with out of these types? So instead of doing what I should do, really started using discernment to figure out what was in alignment with me. And once Laura figured out her alignment, she wanted to get this knowledge out to more people so that they could use it in their lives and in their businesses and provide that empowerment to other people with a simple tool designed to help them learn about themselves. It definitely starts with being who you are, <laughs> because I'm partial to that because <laughs> of what I do. But once you understand who you are, then it's a matter of taking full responsibility for who you are. Full ownership. Ownership and responsibility, they kind of get some negative connotations, right? It, it, those are not negative words. It means... We get to take up all the space that we're designed to have. We get to fully own this entire space. I, I think of it like a, a two by two box that all of us get to have. There are some people who struggle with empowerment who are off shrunken down, hiding in a corner of that box because they feel like if they don't take up as much space. Maybe there's more for others, but they don't understand that this is all your space and you get to fully take up 
the entire space. That's empowerment. The other thing is I think we have to talk about what empowerment isn't, and especially in association with responsibility. There's other people that will teach responsibility and some people hear it as almost a codependency. Like I have, to, I have to take full responsibility even for this other person, this other circumstance, my clients, right? Empowerment is when we understand that I take responsibility fully for me and never take responsibility for them because that disempowers the other person. When I take their responsibility, I take on their stuff, whether that's in a relationship, whether that's with clients, whether that's with my kids. When I start taking on their stuff as personal ownership, I make it mean something about me, or I think that I'm doing them a favor by carrying something for them. I'm not allowing them to fully take up their whole space. We've talked in previous episodes about each of us owning our choices and owning our destiny. And season three talked in the personal transformation space about how we can reflect on our past, let go of the things that never served us, and restart. But as the term personal transformation suggests, this is an individual process, and we cannot do it for someone else. By defining who we are at the core and being comfortable with that and using tools like the endotype formula to get to some of that truth, we help ourselves get through life and do things of meaning. And as a result, we help ourselves become empowered in our lives, businesses, and careers. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about the endotype formula, you can go to www.endotype.com. Stay tuned to Lead That Thing by subscribing on any of the podcast platforms. And join me next week for the season finale of Lead That Thing. Until then, Lead That Thing.